Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to the T-A-G-T Show. I'm your host, Mr. Slate. And every morning you can turn your radio dials to 810.5 WFLNT Radio. That's right, y'all. It's time to wake up, grab your favorite outfit, put your hair hat on, cock it to the side, and draw those beautiful eyebrows on your forehead. Don't make them too high on your forehead. You don't want to walk around all day with people thinking somebody asked you a question. Hmm, what you say? Yes, indeed, baby. It's the T-A-G-T show. Let's get into some headlines. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up, though? It's your host, Mr. Slate. I want to thank y'all for tuning in to the T-A-G-T show. That's indeed, y'all. I'm back. It's been a while. I know it. <clears throat> Things been going on. I've been really, really busy. But uh, due to many emails and text messages and phone calls, where's the show at? T-A-G-T show is back, y'all. I'm here. And uh, I miss y'all. Uh, the month of August, I was prepping and gearing up for my birthday. Things turned out really good a lot of people showed up to support and i definitely appreciate it man things was was really really good um got a lot of stuff going on man i'm 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 you know we're looking for another property uh to actually live in dwell in or whatnot so that's been a little stressful um kids are going through starting back to school and things like that my kids are doing the online school and um it's working out man so don't forget to uh hit the like button we'll get off into everything in a few seconds here hit the like button hit the bells hit the uh subscriptions all that man i want to give a shout out to all the platforms apple Podcasts. Uh, Speaker, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Castbox, Podcast Addict, Pod Chaser, Deezer, and Jio Saving. That's J I O S A A V N. That's where you can go check out the T H E T show and many other shows, podcast shows. Go check it out, y'all. Yes, today is August twenty third. It's a Sunday. It's two twenty two Central Time PM. Um, I'm heading up to Michigan to drop off a four-part load, which means it's four parts to this load, so I got four stops. So I'm going to have to have that knocked out by Tuesday, midday, around midday sometime. Uh, you can hit us up on email at mrslate810 at gmail.com. Also, hit the hotline for any suggestions. Uh, it's actually pretty full right now. I just went through and knocked out a couple of uh, shout outs and, and requests and, and things like that. So that's 810-553-6592. The hotline is 810-553-6592. Facebook, hit us on The T-A-G-T Show. YouTube, T-A-G-T Show. Twitter, Mr. Underscore Slate 810. So go check it out, y'all. This is Mr. Slate, the T-A-G-T Show. Let's get into it, man. So with the kids going back to school, uh, my kids are doing the online schooling thing right now. I uh, got a chance to experience what they go through and what things look like when I got back from my birthday vacation last week. And they like it. I mean, they, they woke up, they ate breakfast, brushed teeth, washed their face, and they pretty much, you know, went back to their uh, rooms and pretty much just, 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 open the laptop and 
they set up and they they did work i mean they would kind of venture off to the bathroom and come back but i definitely had to, to watch them to make sure that they were doing what they were supposed to do uh look on there to see if there was any assignments due um, the platform that they have them studying on and, and is is pretty it's easily to navigate through that's a, one good thing i saw it's not complicated at all so they can definitely look at things and uh, know what's going on and i feel cool with it i definitely don't feel comfortable with my kids going into a school building at this point in time that's just me personally I was actually reading an uh, article um, not too long ago about how they handled the pandemic. Was it uh, like 1918 uh, when that uh, when that major pandemic hit then um, reading from the article, you know, it seems as though that they certain states I think it was only like three states or whatnot. Matter of fact, I'm going to look the article up. We can take a look at it. Uh, this was uh, posted by Teresa Waldrop, CNN, um, 5.40 p.m. It was actually updated 5.40 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, August 19th of this year, 2020. And it says, here's what happened when students went to school during the 1918 pandemic. Uh, pretty much that pandemic killed an estimated 50 million people worldwide, including 6,000, 600,075 Americans before it was all over. Um, there were, uh, of course, New York was in, uh, included in this Chicago and a few other states refused to shut their schools down because their logic was most of these kids are living in unsanitary conditions. So if we can provide a sanitary condition better than what they're living in, why not have them come to school? Which is kind of mind boggling to me because what about the kids that don't live in those type of conditions? And not to say one one is better than the other or you should put one over the other. All I'm saying is you it's a mixture of people. You have kids that stay in a not so good environment and then you have kids that probably stay in a more suitable environment more safe safe environment and then you mix that all together and then you you're spreading it who's to say that the kids in the good environment didn't get infected with this uh, <clears throat> with this pen with, with this virus and pass it on to someone that may be living in a in your eyes an unsanitary environment you know if it's if it's to the point where there's you know dog mess and it's just just tore up that's that's understandable that's i mean that's high risk but you know how can you calculate that man it just it, it didn't make sense to me um but at the end of the day this pandemic that happened in uh, 18, I mean, 1918, this was like a, a, a flu. It was nothing like, uh, it was like influenza. It, it was the, it was a regular flu, but this, what we're dealing with here, we still don't know what we're dealing with. 
They still don't know what we're dealing with. So I'd rather have my kids at home and doing the homeschool thing. It, it eases my mind. It's a lot safer. They were tested and everything, and, and they haven't been around it. Uh, they haven't came in contact with it, and they, they haven't, um, they don't have it. So I want to keep it that way. Um, the weather uh, down in the Gulf where I was just at, I went to Biloxi, Mississippi, and spent my birthday. I stayed like four days. Uh, stayed at the IP Casino Resort. And to be honest with you, I liked it. It was it was it was definitely a good time. Everybody had a good time. The food was great. Um, my opinion on the IP Casino Resort. This is they want you to review it, so I'm going to review it. Uh, quick story of what happened. I'm gonna just run through it real quick. We got there. We got there. I think check in is at three. We probably got there around like maybe like twelve o'clock. So keep in mind, I made these reservations weeks in advance I arrive and they tell me that my reservations are canceled which was you know it was mind boggling to me I'm like why is my reservations canceled what's going on so they tell me that they tried to run my credit card and it declined now from what I was told upon making these reservations you will not be charged I was told that I would not be charged until I actually showed up. Now, the reason it was declined, one day I'm just riding along, doing my daily thing, and I get this alert from my credit card companies telling me that there, there was a large transaction. Do you know about this transaction? I didn't really read through it, which was my fault. I know I didn't make any large transactions at that point in time. So I declined it. I said, no, that was not me come to find out that's what it was so long story short they didn't have any other rooms available but a handicap room and i'm thinking to myself you know i'm tired i just want to go up to the room and relax get ready for the evening to come down you know hit a few slot machines and chill so i said you know what give me the handicap room i don't i'm tired i'll come down in the morning and sort all this out we get up to the room and the room to be honest with you man it it was it wasn't horrible but it definitely wasn't nice i wasn't comfortable at all in that room like that room smelled like cigarettes um the carpet looked horrible um the the the, the shower was it was a handicap shower you know what i mean so you know you can roll in the shower it was a rolling shower you know, it looked like a stand-up shower with a curtain. That was horrible. The water was horrible. It was just horrible. So we stayed there for the night. We woke up the next day. We went down. We still don't have any rooms. So what am I supposed to do? So I put up a little fuss. All they had was some um, double queen rooms. So I settled for that. And those were actually pretty nice. That that room was actually pretty nice. The view was better. It smelled better. Uh, the carpets were better. Everything was just a hundred times better. But me going through that kind of turned me off going to the IP uh, casino. The f besides that, the food was great. The gambling was was on point. I you know I, I definitely paid for my trip 
playing them slot machines that paid for my trip so i'm not complaining too much um but yeah we had a good time man we had a very good time and i'm definitely going to go back but this time i think i'm going to hit the hard rock when i go back it's about, about a six hour drive from where i'm at so yeah that was that was fun and then you know you are required to have your mask on in the casino they're going around wiping down things and I would suggest if you do do something like that or you're comfortable doing something like that to carry your own small pocket uh, sanitizer yourself you know that's what we did we had our own little pocket size hand sanitizer and we would sanitize our hands after touching things I mean I don't try to use too much of that stuff but I am conscious if I am in a crowded space a crowded area where a lot of people are going back and forth um and it really wasn't that that crowded I would definitely sanitize my hand keep my mask on and when I get ready to leave that place sanitize my hands or if I'm grabbing my drink I'll sanitize my hands and I try to keep it limited because you don't want to put too much of that sanitizer on your hands. It's not too good for you in case you didn't know that or not. But yeah, man, I had a good time. Um, that was, that was, that was all right. Um, I'm back out here on the road now. What I'm trying to do is stretch things out to the fourth because I can't go on to the facility sites uh, to pick up a student or to get things done for 14 days after coming from home. I stay in what is called a high risk area, which is Atlanta. And so that's, I mean, I got to wait till the fourth, the fourth I'm free. I can go in and get things done, pick up a student and get to the money. So yeah, man, these storms that I'm seeing, um, it looks as though, uh, they're coming through the Gulf pretty hard. We got two cells coming through there. I'm looking on the radar here and those cells are pretty big. They're pretty big. It looks like they're coming, coming down, uh, coming up. Uh, they're swinging around Cuba. Uh, they done they already been through Haiti, Puerto Rico. Now they're coming up through Cuba and it's going to hit, uh, Louisiana, uh, the Eastern part of Texas, and it looks like Mississippi, western part of Mississippi, and then Arkansas is going to catch the butt end of it. It'll be more like a little storm by the time they get up that way. But um, definitely New Orleans, definitely concerned about New Orleans and Houston uh, because it's it's pretty strong as it's going to go through there. Looking at the Washington Post, they're reporting on it for August 23rd at 1.41 p.m. Um, this was by Derek Hawkins. Uh, it says the two tropical storms are expected to strike the Gulf Coast in rapid succession this week, compounding public health concerns in states fighting to keep new coronavirus cases down after a surge of infections earlier in the summer. The most recent forecast by the National Hurricane Center showed the storms Marco and Laura headed for coastal Louisiana and eastern Texas and expected to make landfall on Monday and Wednesday, respectively. Louisiana could face an unprecedented one-two punch with both storms potentially hitting the states as hurricanes in the three-day span. So if you're anywhere down there, man, get everything you need, 
bunker down. Um, I know you guys got procedures and stuff in place down there for those type things you got to. You already know what to do because you've been living there. So you know what to do. Uh, prepare yourself. You know, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, it's going to be pretty wild for y'all down there. My prayers go out. I hope y'all safe and stay uh, stay up on it. Make sure you get your supplies. Uh, people are probably running to get those left and right, so make sure you get your share of it, man. So definitely, I'll keep y'all updated on that. Um, the Wall Street Journal reports uh, many companies plan to reopen offices after Labor Day. With the coronavirus still around, they're rethinking that. So a lot of companies planned on opening up around Labor Day. Uh, this is coming from the Wall Street Journal. Um, this was August 23rd, uh, 2020, of course, at 5.30 a.m. by Lauren, Lauren Weber and Chip Cutter. Um, these companies are talking about opening around that time, Labor Day. Uh, but now they're rethinking it. Because it's not dying down. It's not dying down like we expected. And me driving around the country, I see people have a problem with putting on masks. I don't know why. They look at it as some freedom thing. Like, I have a right not to wear a mask. Okay, exercise your rights in another way. Like, we're trying to get rid of this thing. Because I'm sick and tired of wearing a mask, man. I get out of my truck. I get into I get to the truck stop door and I see this big sign must have mass and then I'm reaching in my pocket and I done left the damn thing in the truck so I gotta walk all the way back across the parking lot to get this damn mask and go walk back and do what I'm finna do. That's frustrating. Or like on my vacation, walking around with that dang mask on, man. It's 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 hard to breathe after a while. You know what I mean? And then it's, it start irritating the back of your ears. Like, you know, and then I see people, which is, hey, man, I guess the safer the better. But when I see people driving in the car by themselves with their mask on, that's just ridiculous to me. Like, what are you doing? You're the only one in the car. But these people probably think it's in the air or something. I don't know. But that just is crazy to me. When I'm in a car by myself or I'm in a car with someone that I'm constantly around on a daily basis, I mean, I'm not wearing no mask. Now, if somebody old get in the car or some or the youngins get in the car, then that's different. But to just be riding by yourself looking goofy as hell with that with that with that uh with that mask on, man. No man. But hey, the safer the better, man. Whatever works for you, you know what I mean? No judgment over here, no judgment over here. So there's fires going on in California. Uh it's getting real bad. Like they, you can actually see the fires from space they're saying this is uh, mashable uh, mashable reported california looks like a nightmare from space right now the second and third largest fires in california history are now burning this was by mark kaufman august 23rd 2020 uh he wrote he writes i'm sorry uh, the second and third largest fires in California histories are now burning at the same time, along with over 500 other fires. The Golden State, a region with long, dry and sunny Mediterranean summers, naturally burns each year. But not like this. A change in climate is revealed in trends. Here's one. The 10 biggest fires in California histories have all burned in the last 17 years since 2003. 
the three largest blazes have burned since 2018. It is easy to see why wildfires are inter. Uh, I'm sorry, wildfires are the interaction of weather, climate, and fuels like dried out grass and plants. That's why f- um, physics John Bailey, a fire ecologist at Oregon State University, told Mashable in 2019. But temper, but temperatures in California have been rising since the late 1800s. What's more, heat waves are growing more intense in a warmer climate, and a heat wave of a rare intensity has baked the West for weeks, perhaps setting the record for the highest temperatures ever recorded on Earth. This dry, hot air patches vegetations vegetation significant significantly boosts the odds for fires so we all know california each year has these wildfires but each year since 20 or 2003 they're getting worse and worse and worse this year this is by far the worst they have two that are blazing through the area of california which is it's really messed up man like you can see the picture uh, if you go to the NOAA, sat- NOAA satellites that's N-O-A-A satellites and you look over there you can actually go to Twitter and check that out uh, go to N-O-A at I'm sorry at N-O-A-A satellites and you can see what these blazes look like and it looks like something out of a movie it's it's actually pretty crazy looking um my prayers and everything go out to all the people out there in california going through that man i hope y'all safe and and i hope y'all get through it you know you get through it every year this is the worst by far you you guys been through you you get through a lot man y'all have the the earthquakes and, and everything so i'm 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 sure you all are California strong and can get through it. I actually denied a load going over to Riverside, California, because I'm like, yo, man, I know that's Southern California, but still, I'm gonna avoid that for a while until that dwindles itself out. I'm not, I'm not gonna go over there. You know, I'm not gonna go over there. I, I, I look at it and I say, nah, if that money right, I would have to do some investigation on what area I'm going into first. Dang that, I'm not just gonna run over there blind. You know what I mean? Not gonna do that. But yeah, man, um, Mike Tyson, man, he's been training, man. Mike Tyson's been training, and he's looking good. That man, at his age, I still wouldn't walk up on that cat, man. That cat was hitting that bag, man, looking solid, boy. Iron Mike Tyson, man. I mean, he's putting it down on the bag, man. He's putting it down on the bag. Look at that vice news man um i saw an article something about the fbi tweeting something oh here it is vice uh let's see what it is the fbi is very sorry for tweeting out the most infamous anti-semitic text ever let's check this out this is coming from vice uh paul blessed august 20 20th 2020 at 12 36 p.m the FBI somehow tweeted out an infamously anti-Semitic text that's been used as Nazi propaganda and then offered a half-assed apology. A pair of FBI Twitter accounts on Wednesday posted links to a page on the Bureau's 
website where you can download the protocols of the elders of Zion, a fabricated text that outlines a purported Jewish conspiracy for global domination. I have my thoughts on that, but we're going to leave that one alone because I really don't like to do too much of my personal thoughts on things, especially if they're touchy. Maybe one day we'll get off into that. But the FBI are supposed to be held to a certain standard. A little goof up like this makes you wonder, how did they get out? Who put it out? And why? Now, you can't say that our Twitter was hacked because that's what a normal person would do, a regular citizen. But this is the FBI. You think they can get on the news and say, hey, we were hacked. We apologize. Hell no, they can't do that. How the FBI getting hacked? Houston, we got a problem. Let's go on. The links contain no context about the book or its history of being used to promote anti-Semitic conspiracy theories. Adolf Hitler cited the text in Mein Kampf, and it was published nearly two dozen times by the Nazi party as part of its anti-Semitic propaganda efforts, according to the New York Times. Businessman Henry Ford, through his newspaper, the Dearborn Independent, was also responsible for spreading the hoax in the United States. The file on the FBI site includes the book, which was first published in Russian in 1903, as well as finding findings from a 1964 Senate committee report that called the book a fabricated historic document, which is crude and vicious nonsense. Also included are letters from members of the public to the FBI asking if the book's information is real. So. And then, then they put out a half-assed, uh, what they call a half-assed apology. You know what I mean? It makes you kind of wonder, man. I'm going to post the links on Facebook. Of course, y'all can go check that out. Uh, I'm going to be posting more pictures on the IG page as well. Um, that's the T-A-G-T show all together for IG, Instagram. I'm going to be posting some more pictures uh, that I take over the road. And you guys can look at it and check things out. Um, got a beautiful country, man. Rolling through the country, our infrastructure sucks. There's constructions everywhere. There's road closures everywhere, like on major highways. It's frustrating. It is frustrating, you know. Um, Washington Post is saying Trump uh, is to announce emergency authorization of convalescent plasma as breakthrough COVID-19 treatment. At this point, come on, man. They just trying anything. I had to take a drink of water. They're trying anything right now because we can't get this thing to die down. We can't get it to die down. I don't know, you know, why they won't get with other countries and say, hey, what are the protocols that you guys follow to get this under control? Like, are we too proud to do that? I don't know. Let's read through this article. Uh, and then we're going to get into some shout outs, y'all. We're going to call it a day. And uh, I'll be back with y'all later this week. But let's check out. Let's see what 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 uh, Mr. Trump here is talking about 
the Washington Post. This was published August 23rd at 2.05 p.m. by Josh Dawsey, Lori McNeely, Carolyn Y. Johnson, and Swang Min Kim. All right. On the eve of the Republican National Convention, where President Trump hopes to revive his flagging political fortune, he will announce the emergency authorization of convalescent plasma for COVID-19, a treatment that already has been given to more than 70,000 patients, according to the officials familiars, familiar with the decision. In a tweet late Saturday night, White House Press Secretary Kayla, Kay, uh, what is that, Kayla? Kayla? McNanny? said the announcement at 5.30 p.m. Sunday involved major therapeutic breakthrough on the China virus. They call it the China virus. I'm going to call it the coronavirus. Let's not do that. Officials confirmed on Sunday that treatment is convalescent plasma. They spoke on the condition of anatomy because they weren't authorized to discuss the issue. The White House declined to comment. Many scientists and physicians believe that convalescent plasma might provide some benefit, but is far from a breakthrough. It is rich in antibodies that could help that could be helpful in fighting the coronavirus. But the evidence so far has not been conclusive about whether it works when to administer it and what dose is needed on CBS's Face the Nation on Sunday. Former FDA Commissioner Scott Gottlieb said the blood product derived from patients who have survived COVID-19 is probably beneficial for COVID-19 patients. The insurance, the issuance of an emergency authorization will make it easier to get in some settings. But he also said it already is widely available so the change would be incremental. So at this point, I think they're just reaching, trying anything. I mean, I just, I mean, I don't know what, what else, what other options we got. I mean, me, I don't feel comfortable about no vaccine. I don't know about y'all. That vaccine thing kind of rubbed me the wrong way. I had to take another drink of water. It's getting hot in here because I turned the fan off so it doesn't give me any background noise too bad. You could probably hear the 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 reefer back there, which is a refrigerated trailer. But, uh, taking the vaccine, I don't know, man, how y'all feel about that, man. If they came out and said, Hey man, we got a vaccine. It will save you or it will, it will prevent you from catching the coronavirus. Um, or if you got the coronavirus, if you have the coronavirus, it could help you get it out of your system. Would y'all take that? And this is just an honest question. Me, myself, me and mine, I don't know. I'm not cool with that, man. Cause because of the history that we have with them, you know what I mean? Injecting us with stuff and spraying stuff over the air and using us like guinea pigs, man. I'm just not comfortable with it. Some people are saying that they're going to try to, you know, force you to take it. Like if you don't take it, then they, you know, cut off your finances and things like that. If it came to that, it came to, it, it, if it comes to that, then it comes to that. I mean, I don't want to take it, man. I don't want to take it. I, I, I'm not comfortable with taking it. Um, that's just me. I don't know how y'all feel about that, man. 
But yeah, man, let's get into some shout outs. That is your headline news for today, August 23rd of 2020. Uh, I want to give a shout out to Melinda Cherry out of San Francisco, California. She states, where is the shows? I've been waiting for my shows. Exclamation mark with a mad red face on it. Well, here's your show, Melinda Sherry. I am definitely going to crank things back up. Arnold Vessing out of Brooklyn, New York. I appreciate the information. It saves me a lot of time from looking through things, and I listen to it while I drive on my way to work. I appreciate you. And going through this, what does this say? Going through this COVID-19 pandemic, It it's nice to have something to listen to to keep me updated on what's going on shout out to arnold vessing prayers to you and melinda man i appreciate y'all listen i got you melinda come on now baby girl i got you i got you william said out of detroit michigan he says what's up mr slate waiting on the show what's going on holla at your boy william i got you man i'm back we had to you know, straighten some things out, man. It's life. It's life. It's life. It's life. It's life. It happens sometime. Um, I don't have, I haven't got the laptop yet and all that stuff, the microphone and all that. I'm working on that, man. I'm trying to get this house. That's what I'm focused on right now. Getting this house. Once I get this house and get everything situated where I can do the upgrades and the, the, the installments and the pulling the carpet and redoing the floors and the cabinets and things like that I will be more focused it's going to take a while but I'm going to try to multitask I got to multitask for y'all man I'm doing this for y'all because if it wasn't for y'all I would not be doing this but I like doing it I love doing it and I know y'all like listening to it so y'all still listening that's the thing long as I haven't done a show you guys are still listening I appreciate that my stats are steady going up. People are listening. So I appreciate that, man. Shout out to you, Lisa Faring out of McDonough, Georgia. Hey, Mr. Slate. Hope all is well. Happy birthday. She knew it was my birthday. She wished me happy birthday on the 15th. Thank you, Lisa Faring. Thank you for listening out of McDonough, Georgia. I appreciate you. Prayers to you and your family. Terry White out of Mobile, Alabama. With a good eating that. What's going on, Mr. White? He says, thank you for the information. I listen to your shows waiting on a new one. I appreciate the information. There we go. That's all I want to hear. That you appreciate little small things that I do. I appreciate that. So, yeah, man, we're going to go ahead and uh, sign up out of here. And um, like I said, I thank you all for listening. Uh, Hit the like button, subscribe, hit your bells, your whistle. And uh, I'll see y'all in the next few days. I'm out.